Okay, so today's episode of Cloud Conversations is brought to you by my favorite debit card, the point card. Enjoy unlimited cashback, thoughtful design, exclusive rewards, and comprehensive benefits. You can get five times the points on subscriptions such as Netflix, Spotify, HBO Max, and Hulu. Points are redeemable for cash instantly. Your points never expire, and there is no cap to how many points you can rack up. You also enjoy five times the points at places like Amazon, Lululemon, Glossier, Whole Foods, and Starbucks. Because, you know, bitches love pumpkin spice. So head over to the show notes, click the link, apply for your card today. And if you do that, by clicking that link in the show notes, I'm going to send you 10,000 bonus points. Yes, 10,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of 100 bucks. Again, head to the show notes. The Point World Debit Card, Cloud Conversations. Let's get the show started. another episode of cloud conversations i am your host harvey banks and i have got christy with me christy how are you doing i'm doing great how are you doing tonight i'm doing all right uh fall has hit us heavy here over the weekend and it's like we had rain and just gloomy weather and cold temperatures and it's like damn i know it's october but the summer's over (laughs) i know the, the winter time always just it takes a toll on me mentally every time once it starts getting cold i get in those like closed off moods mm-hmm. <clears throat> i kind of like it it's it's funny because i do like getting cozy though like being in the house with the heat going and i don't have to go anywhere in the day that's the mm-hmm. key to that uh, i really do enjoy that but i don't know for some reason like when it hit this weekend i just wasn't ready <laughs> so one more weekend please <laughs> right um what have you been up to oh well this weekend i went to a party um at your cousin's house actually mm-hmm. and we had so much fun we we just danced and you know had cake it was an 80s theme so we all dressed up and the they were all break dancing. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. She turned 40, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy to think of Leanne as being 40 because I have known and been like, I have memories as a child <laughs> of us all children, me, her, Santa, Quita, like young, you know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. damn, time just passes, dog. <laughs> I know that her mom and dad were up there too, of course. And yeah, we were just talking to She was like, hey, and y'all have been friends since middle school. And I was like, it's just crazy to think about that. Cause like when I look at them too, Leander and Cassandra, they still look the exact same. Oh, that's the, did. yeah, that's the genes, man. They don't age. Yes. They look yep. exactly the same as they did in high school. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. You know, mm-hmm. how 
time goes by it doesn't seem like it's that was that long ago but then again there's days where it seems like it was a hundred years ago <laughs> yeah it's funny because uh their brother junior mm-hmm. their mom used to mistake me and him all the time when we were kids right <laughs> like she rolls up on me once in kmart i i literally had to be 11 years old right just mad yelling what are you doing over here grabs me by my arm <laughs> junior you were supposed to be it then she looks at me and she's like oh my god hb i thought you was junior <laughs> i can <laughs> see that though y'all do kind of and i'm standing there like <laughs> what just happened <laughs> but yeah uh happy birthday to leandra man yeah, happy birthday to her. I think her birthday, actual birthday is the 28th, I believe. I'm not sure. So happy birthday to my girl. Yeah. Good uh, time. Got a few different topics I want to roll through tonight. Uh, I'm going to start with this terrible, terrible story just to get it out of the way. Because I've been thinking about this shit for like a few days now. Just because that's how I do. When I hear bad, I can hear like God awful news and then read a joke after and just laugh like whatever not a big deal and then like some stories I read that just stick with me you know what I mean yeah and this one has stuck with me so the actor Alec Baldwin accidentally killed a cinematographer on a movie set with a prop gun and whoa see I yeah. heard about the bad I didn't know all the details of it that is so insane. here's the basic details that I have and again it's basic because I started to read the story in the New York Times and it's just sad and I, so I, I didn't continue but right. apparently they were shooting a scene and he goes to fire the weapon that is a prop gun that's supposed to be now here's where I get confused it's not supposed to be a live gun so there are prop guns on a movie set there are prop guns which are just fake guns mm-hmm. and then there are guns with like non-lethal ammo and like rubber bullets it's like there's different levels to what kind of prop gun this is you know what I mean Okay. either way this shit was not supposed to kill someone right somebody had a live gun there and so two people were actually shot a director was shot and then um, this young lady was shot as well the director oh, wow. went to the hospital yeah and he he survived but she did not and I read a statement wow. from Alec Baldwin himself saying you know he was in contact with the, her husband and let him know that anything he can do this is just a terrible terrible tragedy like he, he don't they don't know what happened but it's just a terrible thing and he's there for the husband and the child for anything that they need right and it got me thinking about like Who's at fault for this? You would, the people, I would think the people who was responsible for having the props there, the prop director, if they had that. That's where I lean as well. Is like, yeah, I lean more that way as well. Because the actors don't know. They just go out there and do their job, you know. Yeah, that's, I definitely, I'm 100% that it, it has, it's not Alec Baldwin's fault. But, like, I'm just curious as to, like, when you're assigning fault, like, are we talking charges? And if so, like, what are those? I don't know about charges, but I guarantee there will be a lawsuit against the production company. Yeah, I'm quite sure of that as well, as there should be. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Wrongful death. 
you messed up. Like, yeah. <laughs> bottom I mean, line, somebody is, lost their life. You know, exactly, exactly. It's a. Uh, and I'd say the other person who got shot as well. You know, will sue. True. True. Again, yes. It's uh So we do have a history of this, though. So did you know that Bruce Lee's son was also shot with a gun that was supposed to be a prop gun? No, I didn't know. And that. killed on on set. Yeah. Oh, and he was killed. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah, he was on this, and and this is this happened to him as well. And ultimately, what happened was the mother sued the company and won uh, like a wrongful death suit. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't know if that's enough. Like to me, that feels like criminal negligence, right? Like you can't. Right. I just, it, I don't know. It just bothers me. Like this lady had a family. Yeah, I feel like there should be some type of charges at some point, but and I what's the process it, of this? Yeah, like, there, there's going to be an investigation. You can guarantee that. Um, they'll probably want to investigate as much as they can, and you know, see whose responsibility it was to have the guns out there, and you know, figure out the process of how they pick that out you know make those decisions and who's responsible for making those decisions yeah i don't know like i said it's just it's a terrible thing that happened yeah definitely like rest in peace to the young lady but it's just something that really caught my eye and i couldn't i've just been thinking about that for days and it's like i don't know how i feel about that like i kind of feel like somebody's minding your business doing your job and boom because my thing is this if, if taking a life, if you not doing due diligence at your job and it costing someone their life can't send you to jail, then we have a problem with the justice system. So if I'm a stockbroker, right, and I convince you to give me your life savings and then I basically buy a lot of funny money or dummy stocks. And it's proved that I know these are dummy stocks. I can be charged with crimes and go to prison based off of fucking up your money. Right. We're talking about taking someone's life. Yeah. I just feel like that should matter a, bun- a whole lot more. You know what I mean? I agree. But you know how the legal system is. There's certain things that have to be proven and certain you know, there's certain things that criteria that has to be met, you know, in order for, and or otherwise, because there's so many cases that have gotten off on, off of technicalities mm-hmm. where you knew damn good and well, that person was guilty, you know, or not even technicalities like Casey Anthony, people swear up and down. There was no evidence, but everybody knows damn good and well that she murdered that little girl. Yeah. I remember that story too. She's been that like a shit show since then, me. too. Huh? Hasn't she? Hasn't she been a, like a shit show since then? Yeah, well, she's like a private investigator now or something. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's Not hilarious. Not for like the government or anything. <laughs> no, no, like, I know. I know. You know. <clears throat> but like, I'm not sure. Are you hiring Casey Anthony? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I don't want her uh, near me. Me either. Her sneaky ass. She just looks sneaky. Yeah, that's that stuff is nuts. Like, 
<laughs> she's she's just ugh. that whole yeah i can't do that that but was one of the cases that stuck with me i stayed like when i would go to work i would turn it on on the computer the trial and everything like i was all into that hey are you up on this uh the new girl nah that sounds fucking terrible not the, the new girl but the, the girl that recently case? yes Yes. Um, so I'm not really up. I know I knew about it the whole time because I had people that kind of told me about it. But yeah. they found they found homeboy dead too. Yeah, they found his remains, and they found out today that they said that it, it's inconclusive. He was so dead, and I'd say he probably got mangled by the animals. That they they don't know how he died. Mangled by the animals, probably after he killed himself. I don't know either. I would say so, yeah. But but they, yeah. He was everything was inconclusive. Yeah. The autopsy results, but it's mind-boggling that whole situation. You know. And that's if it wouldn't have been for social media, they would have. They probably would still be looking for her. Even yeah, that and then like even now, if you think about it, like it's unfortunate for. Any chance that her family got at getting any kind of answers is kind of over now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now that he's dead as well. Yeah, but I am glad that they did find her. You know how they found her, right? No. Okay. Well, she had been... They hadn't found her yet. And there was these vloggers, and they do, like, live out of a van. Mm-hmm. And they were traveling in the same area that Brian Laundry and... Uh, the girl were I can't mm-hmm. believe I can't think of her name um, yeah I can't think of her name right now at this moment but um, I can't believe I can't think of her name but anyways they was traveling in the same area and they were filming and they kind of like did an aerial shot like a shot all around them and they were as they were traveling through these woods Gabby Petito that's her name Gabby Petito yes yeah, I had to look it up and as they were traveling in these woods and they did like a shot, they caught the van that they were in. And in that, and in that, they have presumed since then that that was when he ended her life, was in that, when they found that van. That, that was where they found her at. They ended up finding her there. Dang. Yeah, because it had been weeks since she had been gone. He'd done been back for like two weeks. This is when he was still, you know, <laughs> So my out question here. is like, let's just, let's play a game and let's assume that he killed her, okay? Mm-hmm. If that's what we are to believe happened, homie's not that smart. What did he think was going to happen when he got back home? I don't know. He, he, he didn't... It's insane to me. He literally went home in her vehicle and just acted like it nothing happened. And then her family's calling, like, well, where's Gabby? And he's, yeah. like, not answering them. Nobody. Like, that's that's crazy to me. And like, that's what I, I mean. Like, what did, did he think he was going to go back and just everybody was just going to be like, oh, guess she's gone. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> Like, I just can't believe. And his family protected him this whole time. Like, they have protected him. Shut your mouth, lawyer up. And then the next thing, you know, I think, because see, after all that happened, then they all took a trip. First, the parents had a trip 
booked for two for a camping trip. Well, after he came back home, they canceled that trip and made another trip for three for camping. And they say that three left and two came back. And so I think when he left with them to go camping and they knew after then he was going to end his life. And then they went back, you know, home and they've been waiting for this whole time for them to actually find this body. And because they were the ones that led them to where his body was supposed to be. Damn, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And part of me understands the family attempting to help him. Because like you gotta think I would about tell like my son he needs to do the right thing because I couldn't I would couldn't imagine it being Now like again, I would say you gotta do the right thing too. Yeah. But I'm telling I don't know. I just feel like maybe I don't know. It it would be a tough one, you know what I mean? Yeah. It it would definitely, definitely be a tough situation to be in. Um but yeah, I rest in peace to her too, I guess, you know. Right. I mean, it's crazy. All right, let's move on to some happy news. Right. Um, Brittany is free, right? Yay. Okay. So, where do we stand right now? She's free, free, right? Like, there's no, this isn't temporary. There is a conservatorship, but it's not ran by her family anymore. It's ran by the people she has chose to run it. Okay. So, um, you know, she's able, to, she has her own social media now. She's actually running her own social media now, which I'm sure you can tell by her long, lengthy posts. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you ever see her posts or not, but they're very I last seen was the post a, a little while ago where she was pretty much naked in every one of them. And I was like, oh, what you is didn't happening? see the mini typewriter one? Like, oh God, she no. just posted this an hour ago. I found my mini typewriter. Don't you find it weird when you jump through hoops to organize trips or set up lunch dates with people you love only to know they'll bail on you or leave after 10 minutes? It's humiliating and it's like every person I've ever opened to immediately they'll be gone on a trip for two weeks after. Okay, I get it. They're only available to me when it's convenient for them. Well, I'm no longer available to any of them now. Don't mind being alone. And actually, I'm tired of being the understanding Mother Teresa. If you're rude to me, then I'm done. Peace out. This message is to my family for hurting me deeper than you'll ever know. I know the conservatorship is about to be over, but I still want justice. I'm only 5'4", and I've played the bigger person my entire life. Do you know how hard that is? P.S. Camilla Cabello, I found my tiny desk, too. I don't know what that's all about, but... Yeah, okay. that, that's and that's normal for her to go on these low, lengthy posts like that. So having so there's still a conservatorship in place. What do they control? Do you know? Is it just like they financially? They run her finances for her. You know, they're not trying. They're not like controlling medicine like that or anything. They're just helping her. I think with her finances. I think the reason that the conservatorship still exists. I'd heard at one point that. They cannot end the conservatorship completely and still investigate it. The conservatorship mm. has to be active in order for them to investigate everything that's happened in it. You know, for them yeah. to figure out all the things her family has done with her money. Because she should have way more money than what she has. 
I'm gonna tell you what they did. Her daddy was spending that money. Yeah, hell yeah, he was. Her <laughs> daddy, daddy was and her that sister, money. they all was living off that money. Wow. It's like I said, it's that's she a had a, like a vacation home in Florida. And her sister was like, and she's not been able to go. She's not been able to go to her vacation home in Florida in years. But her sister was at, was down there. She's went down there several times and she'll post, our family home in Florida. Bitch, that's not your home. That's Brittany's home. And the fans ate her up for that guy. They, I don't understand. I can't believe she still has an active Instagram. Like, she's bold. I'm not even going to lie. Damn. Because Britney fans tear her up. Everything she does, they tear it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they go in on her. I love it too, because she deserves all of it. Yeah, it's just it's a it's wild. Like it's I don't understand. She's writing a book right now, okay? And at first she was going to name it uh something it was something that was a, a one more time. It was something like it was a Britney lyric, is what she was gonna name it. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. And so she's had to change it like two or three times the name of her book. <laughs> Did she um I wonder if she's able if she'll be able to put the book out if they're investigating it. You know what I mean? Well, it's not Britney. It's Jamie Lynn's book. Oh, well, I mean still, like you think she would be under some kind of gag order as well. I think the only thing that's keeping her from talking is her loyalty to her family. Oh yeah, is her loyalty to her dad? But I don't know if she's gonna talk about that in the book or not because in the little things that she's put out about it, she's insinuated that she's like gonna speak on breaking these chains of her family, you know. And it's like, girl, like you, uh, the stuff that she said about the book it is like it is mind boggling because it's almost like she wrote it for Britney. Like it's mm -hmm. the things that she says. It's so weird. And fans just went after her when she said that. Where is that? Jamie. And I'll look it up that post. Now, do you know if the conservatorship is controlling her medication? Not in, at this point. They're not. Okay. So what, do, what, what happens if Brittany decides, I don't need this medication. And she stops taking this medication. And it goes south. You know what I you mean? You know, here's my thing with Brittany. I think, yes, I do think Brittany does have an, a mental imbalance of some sorts. I think, but I do think also her boyfriend is a good aspect for, of her. I do think he kind of brings her back to earth. I do think he kind of normalizes her a little bit and he's kind of like, opening her up to things but doing it slowly too so it's not so much of a culture shock mm -hmm. I think he's being very gentle about it like um, I think he's really good for her and I, I do and I feel like a lot of her acting out when she was younger was her going through losing her kids because I was going through that at the same exact damn time she was how many kids does she have she has two does she get to see them now? She does, but I don't think she wasn't getting to see them as much. Her parents were using them as leverage to make her do what she want, what they wanted her to do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but she 
but she gets to, I mean, she gets to see him now, I'd say. Because her and Kevin, I think her and Kevin Federline are finally on the same page together. Well, that's Eight good. Fed. At least for the kids. Yeah, he got, yeah. he he left the spotlight and stayed gone. You know, he? it's crazy. We was, oh my God, we would shit talk K-Fed so bad back in the day. Yeah, everybody did. And then he literally, he took his kids and disappeared from and the bounced. spotlight. I, he married like an Olympic uh, gymnast or swimming person, didn't he? I have no idea. I've heard I'm nothing sure about he him. Did. Huh? I heard nothing about him. That's the crazy thing. It's like, once he was out, he was out. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared. Um, He did do an interview with Vlad, like, back a year ago. I saw that online. He did an interview with Vlad. Vlad annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, I can't hardly stand him. I hate it that so many people go and talk to him. So, like, it's the... I'm interested in the people, so I want to watch. But, like, right. at the same time, I don't want to... Oh my god, I don't like that dude. But anyways, I'm not gonna get sidetracked with that. <laughs> um, but no, my question is like, you, so I just don't know if, like, what I don't understand conservatorships, and I don't understand what just happened to hers. Because if, let's say it, God forbid, but it does get determined, oh, Britney's got some pretty serious mental conditions, and. She's now stopped taking her medicine and now she's behaving erratically, right? Mm -hmm. Does anyone have the right to step in at that point? And if so, then isn't that kind of just putting us right back where we were at in the beginning? I mean, I would say, well, no, because the thing with the conservatorship with her family being in there is her family was profiting off keeping her right where they wanted her. And you know, they would manipulate her in ways to make her make more money that, you know, doing things that she, like, there's a Britney, there's like a whole Britney museum. She didn't even want to do that. That was their way of trying to profit off of her when she decided she didn't want to tour anymore. She wasn't going to make any more music. So they opened up the uh, museum. But, you know, I think the whole issue originally with the family was that they were profiting off of keeping her right where they wanted her, and mm-hmm. she doesn't. She didn't like that, and she. Didn't I mean, like rightfully them telling so. Her, huh? Rightfully so. I mean, right. she she had to be aware enough to know that I'm pretty much their their dollars. That's that's yeah. what they look at me and see. I mean, Britney's a lot smarter than what people give her credit for. Like when, she, especially like when it comes to her music stuff and everything, like all of her dances, like her baby one more time that was like you know it was it was it was a shift in the culture you know a lot of people hate that song it's definitely not one of my favorite britney songs but it was a shift in the culture that whole idea that was her idea and like Mm -hmm. a lot of britney's stuff everything you know her choreograph the choreograph and everything she's did that you know she's very talented I, well, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would never question her talent. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know. I didn't know a lot about it. I'm glad that she seems to have some actual happiness now, though. Yeah, I think she does. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, she's happy. worked hard enough to deserve that. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like you know, because I feel like six months ago, like, when she would post pictures, it would be like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I worry about her. Like, she was starting to look 
you know, older and everything. But her family was giving her such, like, her dad was giving himself more money than he was allowing her to have of her own money. So, of course, she wasn't able to go get all the facial treatments and, you know, Botox and everything. And I've noticed in the pictures that she's posted here lately, she looks a lot better. I think she's went and had, you know, a couple shots here and there, which good for her. I'm happy. She deserves it. (laughs) But I think she did go get a little bit of Botox, you know, in her cheeks and stuff, in her lips. Because she is looking a little bit more plump and she looks good. Yeah, you know, I just hope she. So, I hope it goes. I hope the story has a, a a phenomenal ending. You know what I mean? Like it started off in such a bad place, and I, do I think too. I'm with most of most men at least. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any of this was going on, and basically until it, until so, somebody made a documentary about it, and everybody had to talk about it. But right. that's a pretty fucked up thing. It's a pretty fucked up situation. Have you ever saw like her boyfriend? You never saw her boyfriend. Like he's What's he's a nice look looking guy. I'm gonna send him you a picture of him to show you what he looks like. Like he is a handsome guy. Like I'm not even lying. I, when I saw who she was dating, I was like, "Damn, Brittany, okay." <laughs> he's a male model. Um, but and yeah, they're, they're engaged now. Yeah. Do you know how they met? I believe that he was a dancer for her in um, maybe in one of her Las Vegas shows, or it was something to do with the Las Vegas show. Somehow he was connected. She had that. Um, she had that residency, right? Mm-hmm. In She's Vegas. Had, yeah, she had one, and she signed up for a second one, but right before it was going to start, it got canceled. Hmm. Those things pay well, too, boy. Yeah. I mean, she should have way more money than what she has. She's, you know, she's made hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, over the years. And she has, like, it was, like, $80 million. And I saw this uh, thing, too. People were talking back a couple days ago that, do you know who Jeffree Star is? (laughs) I think, isn't... (laughs) He's a makeup Um, Let me figure out how to say this. He's real weird. Is it the one they tried to say Kanye was fucking? Yeah, that was a joke. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I found he, out who he was. He's a troll. He took that ring. Oh, I hate him. He's so manipulative, dude. I used to love him, but he's so manipulative. Well, he's got he's got this big, huge house in California in the hills. It's mm-hmm. like a $16 million mansion. He had bought it back a couple of years ago, and everybody's like, why the hell? Because he's literally single. Everybody's like, why the hell are you moving in that big house by yourself? So, real quick, what does he actually do? Because that's the only thing I didn't know. That's the only reason I know that name was that Kanye shit. He does YouTube. Okay. And he also has a makeup empire. It's called Jeffree Star Cosmetics. He's really, he he is very creative. However, okay. he's also very controversial. So I won't support his brand. I used to yeah. buy his stuff. And then I heard about him like using the N-word and all that. And I was really? like, no can't support that <laughs> that's how i feel about the paul brothers yeah i can't i don't I know that they've ever used the n-word but they just look but like they, they definitely might. seem like the type that would <laughs> yeah i just can't get comfortable with that yeah 
Yeah, I don't they know what it like is. They look like they're definitely hollering it in the background when nobody's looking, you know. Yeah. Do you like Vegas? I've never been there. I want to go. What? I've never been to Vegas. I've always wanted to go. Oh, man. I can't believe. We got to go to Vegas. I can't believe that. Yeah, I'm totally down. I We got to go. set up a show trip. Damn, I can't believe that. Yeah, you would like Vegas. Yeah, like, I would t- totally be down. That sounds so awesome. You, I've never been drink, to Vegas, though. You smoke. You like to gamble? No? Like yes, casino? I do. <laughs> you do yeah. like to gamble, and you're okay with strip culture. Oh, hell yeah. So Vegas is like, uh, damn, why you ain't been here yet? Like, it was kind of meant for you. Yeah, I know. I've always heard that. I would, I've always thought I would love to go. My mom and them lived out there when I was younger for like a year. And mm-hmm. when she came back, she would always say, when I lived in Vegas, I said, Mom, you talk about Vegas like you lived there for like 50 years. Stop. Stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Every funny. time she called me, she would be slosh drunk. I, oh, my God. It was awful. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a different kind of vibe. It's definitely it moves at its own speed. Um, the most surprising thing about Vegas, and I don't know if it's this for other people, but it's very small. It looks oh, it? and it seems like it's massive. It's mm-hmm. very small. Like the whole strip is easily walkable. It's it's this little place that was just placed in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and it's like That's crazy. And for it's me, like, we're gonna make this here, and we're gonna make us a whole bunch of fucking money. So you know, the mob is who built Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Right, and so I'm really uh, into mob culture. Yeah, me too. Um, and so, like, it's <laughs> it's a the location is perfect, especially when you're running. So at the time, the mob was running from all the indictments on the East Coast, right? Because mm-hmm. the East Coast had finally decided that, hey, we let the mob build up enough of New York that we can take it from here. Now let's mm-hmm. start arresting these people and taking over their properties and monies, right? So a lot of them then moved and migrated out West. And yeah, Vegas is like... That's cool. Literally I mean, in the middle of the desert. And it's like, who the fuck would put this here? Like, <laughs> there's nothing around <laughs> here but mountains. And then there's this little spot. And it's like when you walk in, when you walk through Vegas, you literally feel like, yeah, anything can happen tonight. And you might just have to roll with it. Like, <laughs> oh my it's gosh. just different over there. Like, it's, it, you can smoke and drink everywhere. Like, weed? that's it, that, yeah, and weed, cigarettes, alcohol. Wow. Like, that's one of the small little silly things that, you can't take a drink from place to place wherever you're from, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not buying a drink at this bar and then taking it to another bar. Right. They don't give a fuck in Vegas. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> pop in, buy a drink on your way to the other casino where you, like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty close to anything goes out there. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I want to go. That sounds awesome. You I know a girl that lives out there. You still do? Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. It's one of those we might have to we might have to figure out some kind of show trip because I know Loriano's always down the road to Vegas. Hell yeah, that would be so fun. He a wild boy though, so you know <laughs> I have to watch him. 
Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on him. I can already see. <laughs> what's your flavor? <laughs> what's your favorite place that you've ever traveled? I've not really been too many places, but I when and when I was in high school, we went to New York the year before the Twin Towers happened, mm-hmm. and I would always love to go back there. I would yes. love to take my son there. But I want to go, I really want to go to a tropical island type place. Like, I love beach places. Yeah, me too. I haven't, um, I haven't been to any of the tropical islands. Like, that's on my, that's definitely on my list. I've been to mm-hmm. beaches, like many Florida beaches and stuff. Yeah, and out me in California, too. But I still want to go somewhere as well. Uh, the, the tropic, man. Yeah, that I went to Destin. looks different. I went to Destin and the water there is like gorgeous. It is so pretty. So funny story about Destin. Uh, last, I guess it would be last May, we took uh, the baby down there. We was high to COVID, bored out of my mind. And I was like, I remember seeing the pictures. The, let's go to the beach, right? And yeah. so like just on a whim decided to go and we did. So we went to Destin first and that was the, like, that's where we were going. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't like the vibe in Destin, man. Like it just felt too bougie for me. Like we See, were walking it's been a down. While since I went. We was but walking when I went, in I was Destin. with my rich ex-boyfriend. So, you know, and there's certain I, parts of the beach that like is private. Oh. And that's strange to me. Cause it's like, how the fuck can you own the beach or the right. water? Yeah. And they were like, well, you got to be, you got to like go, you got to be staying at this resort to be on the beach right here. You can obviously walk through, but you can't like set a chair here or whatever. Man, we loaded that car up so quick. I ain't like the vibe over there. I was like, hey, let's go. And we ended up going to uh, Pensacola. Man, that's Mm -hmm. the spot. Pensacola Beach is my spot. That's my favorite beach I've ever been to in my life. Um, I've been to South Beach. I've been out to the California beaches. Pensacola. I've been to Daytona. I've been to Cocoa Beach. Pensacola is my favorite beach. I always wanted to go to Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach is not bad. It's a, uh, it's brown sand, and that sounds. I know I sound bougie as hell. I can't fuck with that brown sand after going to Pensacola and seeing that white sugar sand. Ooh, man! See, come I on. think my cousin told me about Pensacola too. Man, that's the spot. Like that's the spot, and it's like, damn. I can't go back. Like we've been, I can't go to any of the other beaches. If I'm going to Florida, it's Pensacola. We ended up going back again, like this year mm-hmm. for uh, my daughter's spring break. Cause like, that's when my daughter moved. My other daughter moved in with me, but her spring break didn't match up with the other kids' spring break. And mm-hmm. so like, I went to New York with them one week and then I got back and I kind of felt bad. Cause like she didn't really get to go nowhere. So we took her down to Pensacola. Like, that's my spot, man. Yeah. That beach is gorgeous. The beaches are always gorgeous. I love the beach, man. I I swear. I could be I would be so happy to just live at the beach. I'd be good with it. Yeah, you gotta come back to you gotta come to New York with me and Loriano too. We did that last year. Oh yeah, year too. I would definitely go. We had a we had an interesting trip. It was so it was COVID. So like everything's been kinda strange. And it's like when we went, it's New York, but kind of sort of not really because like it was it was height of covid right? right so everything 
closed at like 10 p.m. in Manhattan. Like we had to walk wow, like a mile strange. and a half or two to get just to get food past 10 p.m. and stuff like that. And then like it's just you could just tell like, oh shit, COVID really changed the city. And then yeah, when the I recently went I recently went back and I seen a lot of boarded up like businesses and stuff Dang downtown in Manhattan. It's like they just didn't survive COVID. And it's like, damn. That's because you know New York yeah. got hit really hard. Yeah. There's a couple of makeup people that I watch that uh live in Florida. Well, this one lady that I watch, she's super hilarious. Her name's Teresa is dead on YouTube. She's funny AF. Mm-hmm. And she's from New York and she used to work in the office, you know, back before COVID. She's not been in the office, you know, since COVID. You know what I mean? Like they're still like we don't and here in Kentucky, like you hardly you hard like maybe twenty to twenty five percent of people wear a mask. You know, like yeah. everything is just chill around here now at this point. So it but up there they're still like High high alert. It's I don't know. It's insane to me. It's because of how bad it got. Like I didn't understand how bad it got until we were there. Me and me and Loriana was there. Um, yeah, it would have been September 11th in 2020. Uh, I was having. I talked to this girl that she was. A, she's a nurse there, and I was just having a conversation with her at the time, and I was like, "Hey, like, is it really as bad as people say it is?" And she was like. First, she's like, look out at the Hudson River. I was like, yeah. She was like, there was a barge that was just floating in the Hudson River full of bodies. Oh, my God. They were running out of places to put the bodies. She's like, the streets was lined with refrigerated trucks because the morgue had no space. And then she's like, I would come in on a shift on Sunday night, and we would get someone new in the ICU. They'd be talking. They'd be saying, you know, they didn't want to go on an ventilator. And just a cough and it's hard to breathe. She's like, I'd come back in Monday night and they'd be on a ventilator. I'd come back in Tuesday and they'd be on the ventilator, but not doing really anything on their own. And she's like, and then I'd come back Friday night and they were dead. And she's like, and that was the cycle with hundreds and hundreds of people in her ward. And it's like that fast. And she was like, they would go from talking on Monday to dead on Friday. And I was like, That's what? Crazy. And she was like, no disease. They've never seen a disease that just can do it that fast. And Shout out like, to all the healthcare workers out there, man. Y'all are the man. real MVPs because, I mean, goodness gracious. It, like... That's some superhero shit. All they, all of what they've been through. I, I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a eventful trip. Like it was, my my, my eyes got open to a lot when it comes to COVID. Then, cause yeah. like like you said, like they just didn't play up there. Soon as I land, soon as we landed, we had to like fill out these forms. We had to know a hotel we were staying at, and then like I got close contacted, and I was supposed to quarantine there. But I slipped on out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was serious there. Damn, but it was crazy. a good trip though. And then like I forgot because I think we talked about it. Maybe it was on the last podcast how we it was like a last minute decision to go. Yeah. And so I didn't even realize it was September 11th. 
and like I get up mad early. So I got up early and I was like, shit, I'm gonna go out here and grab some coffee and take a walk. So I'm walking and I get some coffee and I stand there. And this dude, like this officer of some sort, walks up and he's like, keep it moving, you can't stand here. I'm like, yeah, whatever, nigga. All right. And so like I just kind of move to the other side of the block or whatever. And I mm-hmm. keep walking a little bit, and then I see Homeland Security walking up. Oh, and he Lord. was like, he was like, hey, like you you can't today you just can't be standing around. Like you gotta keep moving. And I was like, oh, like what's going on? And he was like, it's September eleventh. And I was like, oh shit. Damn. So they had homeland security everywhere. It was and like so, the twentieth like, year too, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm just and I'm a block away from the New World Trade Center. Cause like Damn. we were not yeah, far from Battery crazy. Park, which is like right there. I was like, see, I oh, want to go there. Shit. I was like, my bad. He's like, nah, it's cool. He's like, it's just, just know that if you stop and like sit on the sidewalk or something or do anything suspicious today, you will be questioned. Like, just try to keep it moving. And I was like, fuck. I forgot Man. all about that shit. And then like we went over to the Statue of Liberty and shit, and it was it was packed out. But it, it it was good. It was it was a good trip though. You gotta yeah, yeah you gotta get back. Like yeah, I would love to go. I love to travel. That's really what I, I want to start. I want to get my house, and then I'm gonna start traveling some more. I told Caleb I want to take him. You know, he's got five more years left with me until he graduates. And, you know, I want to take him on a trip every year. So, you know, he gets to see something different every year. The cool thing about travel that I don't think a lot of people understand is it can be done for fairly cheap. It just takes planning. Like, it just takes planning. So, like, when you say you rent a car and you drive to Louisville for the weekend, right? Mm -hmm. One doesn't realize that if you're willing to just invest about four and a half, five more hours, you could do a Chicago weekend trip for this pretty much the same amount of money that you're spending, especially if you're yeah. staying in a hotel in Louisville anyways. And it's like a lot of people, I think they shy away from driving long distances, but it's like you can save a bunch of money as long as you don't go on vacation and you're not one of those people to try to be somebody that you're not. Oh, I hate them. Go on vacation and, I mean, I guess if you're on vacation, do what you want to do, right? But, like, if you're going to just see Don't spend your last dollar trying to be somebody. Yeah. You can do this shit for cheap. If you normally eat McDonald's, eat McDonald's. Like, Mm -hmm. that's cool. You get to go and it's about the experiences. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it could be done. It could be done for pretty cheap. It's just people don't really like to commit to actually doing it. Which me and my son, a lot of times, I'm not even going to lie, we like to eat when we travel because that's something we, like, we love food. That's something we like. A lot of people do. And if you plan for that, that's cool. Like, there's nothing right. wrong with that. But, no, like, uh, I don't have to eat out every single meal. If I, if I eat out, like, once a day, I'm cool with that. The rest of the time, like, I can eat some sandwiches, you know, in the room or whatever. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, that's that's me too. Like, if I'm in New York, I'm eating on the street somewhere. Oh yeah, you can you Hell can catch yeah. me somewhere in mid pizza. You can catch me somewhere in Midtown on a street between Seventh and Eighth Ave, and I'm sitting there probably eating a hot dog or some pizza, something that was cheap <laughs> right there. 
Like I do not, I do not do five star dining when I'm. Trust me. And speaking of New York and uh, talking of your cousins earlier, when I went to New York, I was with Leander and Cassandra, and I'll never forget, there was one day we were going into Hard Rock Cafe, and there was this crazy old man out there tripping, walking through the sidewalk, you know, acting crazy, mm-hmm. typical New York shit, okay? We was like, damn, he's crazy, Like, but like everybody had paid attention to this man. And then the next day, we were in Greenwich Village, a totally different area in New York. The same damn man walked by doing the same damn shit. And I looked at Cassandra, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) We were dying because it was the same damn man. He was obviously homeless. And it was like two I was like, how the hell did he get over here? It's honestly not that far. So, like. If I'm guessing you were at the Hard Rock Cafe near Times Square, right? That would Probably. be my guess. Yeah, Probably. that would be my guess. Yeah, it's not as far as it like it sounds far because they call everything different little areas. But honestly, it's not that far, and I'm not surprised. Yo, I've seen some. We seen some wild shit in New York that it's just like, and you know the key is you got to mind your business. Just mind yeah. your business. That ain't got yeah. nothing to do with you. You notice it and be like, well, no, that's none of my business. It's Let totally different than like Southern culture where like everybody's in your business and everybody's like holding the door for you and hey, yeah, how are you nah. today? It ain't that. Ain't no time for that. Everybody got something to do. Everybody got somewhere to be. <laughs> that's yeah, but that that's sounds funny. fun. I haven't been in New York. You know, since I was a kid, since I'm telling you, yeah, we need to have a. We have to get with Loriano on this. We got to do some kind of show trip. We'll figure out a way to fund some stuff and see if we can take this show on the road. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, because Loriano is for something. And we can find a <laughs> studio to rent to do a podcast in. Won't even need it. We can set up in a hotel room. That yeah, would a be mobile cool setup. Too, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I took the stuff when we went to when we went this last time. We didn't end up actually podcasting. The night we were going <laughs> to, like, he so he likes nice things. He likes to do nice things, and like he'll spend money on nice things. And I like nice things too, but like I'm usually like, nah, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> right. So he's like, yo, I want to go on this boat ride. Um that kind of goes out around the Statue of Liberty and it comes back and you see the skyline and it brings you right back into Manhattan. And I was like, nah, I'm cool. Cause it just sounded expensive. Right. It was this private little mm-hmm. yacht boat thing. And I was like, I think that's like, what we oh. did when we got to New York, the night we got there, we did that. And he's and like, there was like a big dinner there and everything. He's like, no, I already bought your ticket. So and so I was like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> so, you got no choice. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, nah, I already paid for the ticket, so let's go. And then we ended up going, and, like, it was pretty dope. I ain't going to lie. Like, was, I was there like, a dinner yeah. there and, like, dancing? No, nah, it wasn't no dinner and dancing. We just, uh, it was just this, it was a boat. It was about 18 to 20 people. Uh, They had, like, they had alcohol, but they it, they didn't have no dinner or dancing. It was like a oh, sailboat wow, too. Fun. Like it was like that a, sounds real fun. Yeah, it was like somebody's somebody's boat. You know what I mean? Right. But that shit was it was decent. It got cold out there was the only thing, but they had blankets and shit for us. So Yeah. Wind but picks yeah, no, up we on had the a, water. 
Yeah, we had a good time. And we like I said, we did that whole trip for pretty cheap, especially for being last minute, like eight hours ago. We didn't plan to go. You know what I mean? Wow. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, we, we did it for pretty cheap. So we're gonna have to get together and all take this show on the road. Yeah, that sounds like fun. All right. Anything totally that you down. wanna uh anything anything else we need to talk about or that you want to leave the people with? Nothing that I can think of tonight. Me either. Me either. Ain't nothing going on that we really, really need to talk about. I know. It's been about. slow. That's a good thing, though, really. I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Can't be mad yeah, at that. Oh, did you see it. that Kanye officially changed his name to Ye? Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that damn haircut and then mask <laughs> he was wearing? Dog, what is he doing with the haircut? I don't give a shit about the mask. And then I yeah, seen the did funniest you see the shit. White mask though. They are what it yeah. is. It's weird. Uh, it's just, it's close know. to Halloween. It's the close haircut, to Halloween. The pictures that he took from the, that one that he posted of that was professionally shot, it didn't look bad. But then you see it from the side, and it was like, damn, what's wrong with Kanye? <laughs> the funniest thing was I seen people on Twitter like analyzing it, and they was like, I can see the Y and the E for yay. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm like, also too. I just saw on uh, on Instagram earlier that Donda has reached a billion streams now. So congratulations, Kanye. Yeah, congrats. I'm not. I'm not surprised that that shit is still. I'm not either. I bet me and my son are a million of those. (laughs) Yeah, it's still so good. Like I thought I was bad about Kanye. I have created a monster in my child. Like he knows. Well, the most just tell him he's con- yeah. Tell him he's got a Kanye lifetime. Facts. Of, he's got a lifetime <laughs> to catch up because if you go back and listen to any of his old stuff, like oh he for does. some reason, for some reason I went back and listened to um, 808s and Heartbreak. Right, because that was never my favorite. I was like, really? I was just like, eh, it's cool, whatever. <sighs> but now listening to it now, I was like, yo. The first this song gets shit. me so hyped and motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I listen to it like almost every day. Yeah, I mean, I just I listen. I go back and listen to his whole discography all the time. Caleb does too. Like we when we went to Louisville, the whole way there, he was just playing Kanye songs. And I finally said, Caleb, can you please play something besides Kanye? You know I love Kanye, but please play something besides Kanye. <laughs> and play Travis Scott. Play something else. Play how would you rank? Uh, play Lil Nas X. How would you anyway. rank your top three Kanye albums? That's hard because I'm so indecisive. But yeah. I would definitely probably say that my number one is got to be, I always call it St. Pablo, but I know that that's not the name of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know which one I'm the talking The Life of about. Pablo. Yeah, Life of Pablo. A lot of people don't put that one up that high. Everybody I, I know liked it but like they don't put it that high it's my it's probably my third I loved life Pablo. it's probably my third favorite i would say um late registration is my favorite kanye album i like late registration too that's that's caleb's favorite it's and then like and then sonically it's second. the best one to me because i can't it's the only one that i don't skip a single song not one 
Yeah, I don't either. I can let that whole album play and just be, just let it go. Not touch it one time. And then my second is probably my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my that god, album. that one's a close second too. Yeah. I oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole album just goes in. Um, and I'll tell you right what, on. the funny thing is, uh Yeezus is hit and miss for a lot of people too. Go uh-huh. back and listen now. Like go back like tomorrow and just hit play and you're gonna be like because Yeezus was one of those that everybody was like, okay, there's like two songs on there. I like, it's cool. It's not that great. Go back now and you're going to be like, well, there's four songs I like. And I'm like, nigga, it's only eight on there. Like, it's, it, yeah, it aged really well. Well, have well. you ever, the Kanye song on his, uh, the, I always call it the God album, which one was it? Oh. The Jesus um, album. Jesus is King. Yes. Um, I, I'm not picking that for my third, number three spot, but that's uh, the song "No Church on Sunday." Like, I, I, it mm-hmm. is so silly, but when you honestly, it goes hard. As I love that song, <laughs> Caleb plays yeah. it all the time, and I actually like that song. Yeah, it's um, I didn't listen to the Jesus album, Jesus is King, much. It had no, it. I'm lying. It had one on there. That I saved. Let me find it real quick because I don't want to do. I bet it's no church on Sunday. Because that's like the hardest album, the hardest song on that on that album, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Nah, mine is uh, Salah, number two. Oh, I have. I don't know if I've heard that one. It's it's the one with the choir. That shit is hard. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna have to play it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. But I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I didn't listen to that one much. I, I love Ado. Do what? I didn't listen to that one that much. Uh, Jesus is King. Yeah, that I love that song though. No church on Sunday. I like. I really like that song. That's the one where he says, "No church on Sunday." You my Chick Fil A. And then at the end he goes, "Chick Fil A." <laughs> Kanye is funny. It's like, it's like hilarious. It's like it's the comedic side of Kanye, and I that's yeah. I love that comedic side of him. I still don't know what I would pick for my number three because there was so many uh, good ones there. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I've got I've got the Life of Pablo, and I got Late Registration. Late Registration is my favorite. I would say Life of Pablo after that, and then. Probably my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That probably that one, but it's a close tie between that and Watch the Throne. I know. I was thinking about. I like Watch the Throne too. I appreciate Kanye though, man. I do too, man. He Kanye has gave us so much good music. It's insane. Yeah, it was uh, like that. He's produced, you know that he. I was arguing with some kid, I don't know, it was a couple months ago, it was one of my kids when I say some kid, and like, <laughs> we were just talking, because what we do on a Saturday night is we sit around and laugh, with my with my teenagers, and um, they're really interested in learning about like, 90s hip hop a lot, and just older hip hop, and like, my kids yeah. asked me a lot, like what was going on during the times and shit like that, 
And so uh, I said something that we were talking about versus battles and like we like to put together our own little battles and which ones would be good. And mm-hmm. I said, I told him, I was like, there's nobody that can go against Kanye. And like, I think it was my son that was like, I mean, what about Drake? And I was like, no, Drake's good. I like Drake. Well, understand me when I tell you that's Drake's not, not that, Kanye. It's 18 to 2. Kanye wins. Like, I was like, yeah. dude, <laughs> I said, Kanye got 10 songs better than Drake before you even born. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know you don't <laughs> think so. And I know, like, it feels like Drake's got bigger hits right now. But I am telling you right now. Everyone can put in work for so long. Dog, and Kanye's gonna... music will last longer. It'll last the <clears throat> test of time. 100%. In like five years, people will still be talking about songs off the Dawn album. But nobody's going to be talking about girls want girls or whatever the hell it shit is. It's not going to take five years. I, I we My son came back and told me this. He's a, we're, we're both Drake fans. I don't want to make it seem like I don't like Drake, too. But like he's, I'm not he's a 15. huge Drake fan. He's 15 years old. That's their guy. Like Drake yeah. is their Caleb's one. Like Jay Z. Likes him. All right. Like Drake is their one. Like Jay Z is our one or my mm-hmm. one. You know what I mean? Like always been there. And so he's uh he came back to me and he was like, "Hey, I can't listen to Certified Lover Boy like I do Donda." I was like, right? He was like, Certified Lover Boy got some good songs on it, but like nothing that makes you want to go back to it. And he was like, I haven't stopped listening to Donda. And I was like, I tried to tell you when it first came out, like, these are going to last longer. And he's like, no, I get it. I I understand now. (laughs) And I was like, it's okay, my boy. Yeah. (laughs) And like people still go back and like listen to all his old music all the time. You know, I mean, he's 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 an artist that's really lasted the test of time. And he's been through so many stages of his life that we've saw. It's just Caleb wants to be the bear for Halloween. That's what he wanted to be. Oh, really? So. Yeah, but I looked up the cost and it was like $300. I was like, yeah, oh, I was going to no. say that one's not going to run cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, no, you ain't going to be the bear. That's funny. I don't know. Well, that's all I got for tonight. Like I said, it's uh, ain't much going on, which I mean, I guess could be a good thing. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> But we say that now when we come back for the Thursday episode, it'll be so much going on that It'll be a two-hour episode. I know, right? <laughs> All right, Christy, tell them where they can find you at. Okay, I'm at Trailer Park Beauty on Instagram, and that's it right now. I don't want to even say that about my YouTube. <laughs> okay, uh, if you go to <laughs> if you go to Christy's Instagram right now, you can see some fun Halloween costume pictures. Was those from last year? Uh, the ones from Bride of Chucky that was from two yeah. years ago. Oh, that okay. was when I really first started messing with the uh, the whole like, uh, like Halloweeny type makeup. Yeah. So, you know what you're gonna be this year? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I'm even gonna dress up really. I know that I'm doing somebody's makeup, so I'm excited about that. Okay, that's fun. When so. is Halloween? That's Sunday, ain't it? Yeah, I'm doing somebody's makeup Saturday. They got a party to go to Saturday, so. 
but I don't I think, think I'm should, doing anything. I got to work this weekend, so. I think we should probably dress up and then do a video version. I'm cool with it. I think that would be fun. I can do it. All I'll right, figure something we get to out. work on that. Okay. All right, you guys know where to find me at as well. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please rate and review it. Um, that tells those apps that this is good content and it pushes it to more people. And that's kind of the, that's the goal here. So I uh, appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back on Thursday for another episode. Peace.